Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Be careful to follow every command I'm giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land the Lord promised on an oath to your ancestors. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to humble and test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothes did not wear out, and your feet did not swell during these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in obedience to him and revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you to a good land, a land with brooks, streams, and deep springs gushing out into valleys and hills, a land with weed and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey, a land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing, a land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I'm giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large, and your silver and gold increases, and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud, and you will forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors had never known, to humble and test you, so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, My power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth, and so confirms His covenant, which He swore to your ancestors as it is today. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. Much of this chapter is a review of things that have already taken place, but there are some new elements to it that I want to make sure that we don't overlook. But begin with the call the Lord gave to remember. In verse 2, he said, Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to humble and test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. And so the testing time in the wilderness is recalled. The idea that the Lord wanted to humble the people of Israel and to see what was really in their hearts uh, is at the foremost of this passage and what Moses is trying to convey. And then we move to verse 3. Now, verse 3 is very significant for a different reason. 
I mentioned back when we were in Deuteronomy chapter 6 that when the devil tested Jesus in the New Testament, Jesus quoted from Deuteronomy in response to the temptations of the devil. And so there were two that were mentioned in Deuteronomy 6, two of the responses. One of the responses came from Deuteronomy chapter 8 in verse 3. And so first, before I read Deuteronomy, let me remind you of the Matthew uh, scripture where he tempted him. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 3, the tempter came to Jesus and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so that statement, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus is, is quoting from Deuteronomy. So Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. He humbled you, causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And so once again, friends, just reminding you that Jesus felt Deuteronomy was a very, very important book to the point that he memorized three of the verses and used them in the temptation in the wilderness to combat the devil when the devil came at him with different challenges. In verse 4 of Deuteronomy 8, we read, Your clothes did not wear out, and your feet did not swell during these 40 years. Now, that may be something you've overlooked, but this is a significant miracle. I don't know what your clothes closet looks like, but I'm familiar with mine and my Chester drawers and the different places where I store clothing. My clothes wear out. My shoes wear out. My pants wear out. My shirts wear out. Everything wears out, and it wears out pretty quick. But their clothes were very limited, and they didn't wear out for 40 years. Their shoes may have been the only pair that they had when they were walking out of Egypt 40 years previously, the one pair, and yet they didn't wear out in the wilderness for 40 years. And so these are amazing, yet sometimes overlooked miracles. The fact that uh, the Lord not only provided food and water for them, but he kept their clothes from wearing out. I think that's a fascinating uh, little detail. In verse 5, the Lord says, Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. And so Israel was God's firstborn son in the earth. And the Lord uh, disciplined them many different ways in the 40 years in the wilderness. This was a time of, of discipline and testing and humbling them to a great degree. But he didn't do it out of anger. He did it like a, a good father, trying to correct them and correct their behavior and correct their thinking towards him. There's some of the promises of the promised land that's um, reviewed in this chapter, the promises as are yet mentioned are still before them. But it says in verse 7, the Lord your God is bringing you to a good land, a land with brooks, streams, and deep springs gushing out into the valley and hills, a land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil, and honey, a land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing, a land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. And so the Lord is reminding them of the great promises that lie before them and they're about to enter into. Now, I have a, a friend. I want to tell you about my friend and then I'll read you another passage. I have a dear friend who is a, a Jewish believer in Jesus 
that lives in South Carolina in Charleston, where I used to live. In the time that I've known him, when we we first met many years ago, he was a a fresh graduate right out of a certain university, coincidentally the universities in Virginia, even though we met in South Carolina. And at the time we met, neither one of us were very wealthy people. We were just kind of starting out in our business lives. I was not a pastor at that time. I was a small business owner. But my friend started a different type of small business, and he became very, very wealthy, vastly wealthy. He owns shopping centers and business complexes from Florida to New York now. And um, over the years, God has really blessed him. But one day I was reading my Bible in Deuteronomy, and I felt led to send my friend the following two verses. They say, uh, this is uh, from Deuteronomy verse 17. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so um, I sent this to my friend. Remarkably, he called me on the phone. He said, Pitts, three people have given me these same verses just this week. And so the Lord was reminding my wealthy friend, and he was a a Jewish person by birth, even though he now recognized Jesus as the Messiah. He said three people had reminded him that even though he had become wealthy, it was the Lord that had given him the ability to obtain and produce wealth. And so um, the Lord was challenging him not to say, I'm a self-made man, I've produced all this wealth for myself but rather to remember that the Lord, our God, is the one who gives us the ability to obtain and produce wealth. And friends, I want to remind those of you that are listening today who are wealthy, whatever ability you have was given to you by the Lord, and you may have used it to um, a great benefit for yourself, but it's the Lord who provided you with the ability, the gifts. And so give glory to God for what he's given to you, the ability to produce wealth or to produce whatever it is you're called to produce. Don't forget and turn against the Lord because the Lord loves you. He has blessed you. He blesses all of us in a myriad of ways, some more financially than others. But nonetheless, all of the blessings we receive ultimately come from above. And so, friends, let's thank him for his many blessings today. God, we just acknowledge that our power and the strength of our hands has come from you. It's you who gives us the abilities that we use in this life, Lord, to provide for ourselves and provide for our families, in many cases to provide for others. We thank you. You are the great provider. We bless you and we remember you this day. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.